You have the knowledge, the experience, and the talent needed to succeed. But in the day and age we live in, skill is not enough. Your story is the most powerful tool in your arsenal. This show will help you tap into that resource and learn how to leverage your message to gain deeper influence and build a lasting legacy. Tune in each week as thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and authors share how they built empires on the backs of their story. You're listening to Stories That Sell with your host, Scott Ramage. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Stories That Sell. Today, I have Derek Rowe with me, and Derek is a high-performance coach. Uh, and we'll let him talk a little more about that. But uh, upon talking to him earlier, which we will get to, he's like, I don't know if you want to hear my story. So with that, I think we have an awesome lead in. Welcome to the show, Derek. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. And I'm sure, uh, yeah, listen, we'll uh, share some wisdom and share my backstory to excite people. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you, you said, you're like, I don't think you want to have my story. There's a lot of dark places in there. I'm like, Oh dude, you didn't, you, you probably said the worst thing if you were trying to get out of this because there's no way out of it now. Cause I like a good story. I like a, I like a comeback and it sounds like this is a bit of a comeback for you. So first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You're, you're a, you're a, um, high performance coach. What exactly does that mean? High performance mindset, what it means, right? It's uh, le- leadership is massive for me. It's about leading by example. You're a guy like me, and I'm sure, you know, it's basically showing up. You lead by example. It's great. You know, a lot of people on my uh, profile, it's uh, losers talk, legends walk. So it does exactly what it says on the 10. I'm the no bullshit guy, right? You're yep. either going to love me or you're not going to like me. I don't care if you don't like me. I'm only focusing on the people that love me. That's that's life, that's business, that's all those things in between. But really, it's about mastering your self-talk. It's about mastering your feelings. It's all about state change. But like on top of that as well, you have to look at it like a holistic approach, you know, looking at the physical aspect. Now, you take the, the mindset, and a lot of people are talking shit about mindset. Oh, just get your mindset right. But what does that mean? What that means for me is, John, being able to go in, and I talk a lot about redesigning the mind, about reprogramming. And what it is, and you know, when I tell my story, you'll get a glimpse of it. We all have belief systems, which are basically self-fulfilling prophecies. So it depends on the environment you grew up in, you know, what you've been told, this and that, what you've been labeled, because you know, I was labeled a lot as a child. I was told I was bipolar, I was anxious, but I have none of those symptoms now. Hmm. Because once you're able to go in there, you've got we we have banked in our subconscious a lot of really good moments of when we were confident, when we were excited, when we felt powerful, when we were happy. Now, what I show people is okay, how to delete the shitty programs that don't serve you and how to access these now what that does brings a good feeling changes someone's state now that's one aspect of what i would call high performance the next would be managing your self-talk reframing and really i don't want to get too technical here now for your listeners but you know at the end of the day this is the wisdom of it what your brain needs is contrast Right. And what I mean by contrast, Scott, is quite simple. If you're, we've all heard about focus and attention. So if, if a talk comes in and it's negative and you start talking to yourself in a shitty manner, right, your energy is going into this. So you're going to get more of the same. So like a TV remote control, right? What you're going to do with your brain, 
you're going to turn to contrast. So that's what your brain needs, needs the contrast to be able to shut that program down and run with that. Now that can be done through, we're not going to get into the strategies now, but done by, by voiceovers, done by reframing how you're talking to yourself, say it in a different voice. And what happens then, that is the contrast, drops that program straight away and you run with the new program. And you know, I have a thing, people, that's practice makes permanent. So the more you practice anything, the brain is no different. The brain is a machine, right? Think of your brain as a machine, lads, right? And think of systems. Now, go back to what I said about environment and how you grew up. There's specific systems, which are your beliefs. So now these are, to me, a lot of self-fulfilling prophecies because if I said to my young son, uh, not that I would say it, but say, you're not good enough, son. You're not good enough. Now, as I said that six to eight times, it's now a system. He believes that. This is how fragile our mind is. And, you know, if you look at the world, I was actually with it, telling a client earlier on, you look at the whole COVID situation, you look at we're in the top 1%, including our listeners, because your listeners are listening to this to be better, to perform better. It's about self-development. We are in 1%. The other 99%, if you actually look at people, they're just meandering along. They're mm -hmm. just comfortable, but they're not that happy. And you see, this is about, it's mine and your responsibility. To go, right, yeah, we can do the talking, but it's far better to do the actions. Now, when you add in some of the strategies I talked about, now that would blow people's mind, but then it's easier to go to the gym because physical fitness is essential. So you get the mind right, the body is actually quite straightforward. Not easy, but made a lot simpler. So now combine the two with them. That's where I come into someone's life. Now I could call myself, listen, how many business, I could call myself a business coach if I want that, but I, I don't because every fucking fool out there now as a business coach let's be honest right. you know i probably have more business know-how than most of these business coaches but you know to perform at a higher level and if you do own a business you see you will know this right business strategy is great but if you're not if your mind isn't there isn't um and we have these old patterns knocking around subconsciously boom 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 oh what's holding me back i don't know it's to get that stage right and then actually, again, like the body, the business is made easier because, and I know I'm talking a lot here now, there's a lot of information here and a lot of gold. Right, if, if Billy down the road came to me, Derek, want to start a business, cool, how much money do you want to make? Okay, I want to make a million dollars this year. Now, whoa, that's overwhelmed straight away for him. And you see, people are living in an overwhelmed world. So what they'll do, it's like a rabbit in headlights, they will do nothing. Now, that's a big chunk. What your brain can manage is, right, you get a well-formed outcome, which is a million dollars. Cool. That's no problem to achieve, but we've got to be able to chunk it down for the brain to a small step. Now, what's one step that could be possible? Okay, we've got to, you know, do a business plan. Oh, that builds a bit of momentum. Then from the business plan, it's actually getting some strategy. Oh, now, do you see, we're taking that steps and rather than chunks to it, and we're getting closer to our goal, therefore creating a better energy, therefore reaching our target eventually, uh, if that makes sense. That's, I, so I've personally seen um, a lot of these uh, coaching systems for businesses. And so, but business will come in and I mean, and they'll learn new business systems and they'll implement these new business systems, but then these people still hit a wall or they're not coachable because of all those things you're talking about. It actually precludes really stepping into needing and being able to actually use those higher level business systems. It all comes back to you and your own 
mindset and language and all those things. Now let's give some, some people a little, um, a, a little juice because I've been following you for a while and I'm pretty specific on who I ask on the, on, on the podcast. I don't just ask anybody. I've been watching your comments. I've been watching your, 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 um, content and I'm really happy. You know, I, I see these things. There's a lot of positivity. There's a lot of, you can do this. So I, I didn't choose you by accident. In fact, we were in, it's funny because you were on my radar and then you reached out to me, which is really cool. I love it when it works out that way. But um, then you told me you don't want me on this podcast because half my life I was a drug dealer. And that's the story that I think people really understand and start to understand the fact that like, look, I'm not just this guy, this coach, like you said, there's so many coaches out there just feeding you stuff. I've been in this situation and now I am in uh, a different situation. So let's rewind and let's talk about like, you could start wherever you want. I don't care if it's day you're born or 15 years old or whatever, but who has made, you know, who's made Derek the man that he is today that really can deliver such an impactful program to people and really help them break through so many things like you have. Hundred percent. I think what's important to understand before I get into this story is there's a lot of people out there, and it would have been including me till a few years ago that had regrets. Oh, I'm this certain age, and I should have this. It should be all of this. And a lot of people again live their life like that. And again, it's the negative. Now, the way I look at it now, we look back and we use that. We use that as energy. That life experience is invaluable. Right. It's invaluable for people when they're going to hear my story here now and to bring that experience into the coaching world, because we're not. Yes, it's important, OK, to to learn from better people, to learn from people who are steps ahead. But that life experience coupled with that is you can't put a price on this shit. So a little bit about me. Right. Again, we go back to environment and you grew up in certain environments. Now, I'm not going to get into bashing anyone in my environment when I was growing up. So I'm just going to say where my mind was at my mind was in a very um, fragile place and i remember this in early moments seven eight nine years of age we had a paper in ireland it was called the sunday world but the sunday world really yeah i was all the top drug dealers in ireland and i was there fuck man i want to be a gangster like i want to be a drug dealer so you know it just shows where it was at so my mission from nine, 10 years of age was to become a drug dealer so my mother left right and i was left it was me and my father we didn't have much of a relationship at the time. It was just mm-hmm. two, two men didn't know how to communicate. So there was not much communication. Mm-hmm. School was becoming difficult. I was, I was lashing out. So I was big fighter. So I thought I didn't want to be Derrick Rowe number one. So I made the identity of Derrick Rowe, the drug dealer who nobody had fucked with. And I had to fight everybody. So I had to, so imagine I'm going into first year and I'm 13 and I had to fight 18 year olds, right? This was every <laughs> second day occurrence. So then I start, I met, I met a guy and um, I said, listen, can you, can you get me drugs? Like, and it was hash at the time. So I bought, it saved up 700 pounds and I bought a bar of hash, nine bar, I don't know if you, what in America, what you do, but at the time I was that, right? So I went to school and started selling. It wasn't very successful, but again, like a business failure happens. What are you going to do? So you're going to learn from your failures or you're going to retreat back into your old. So we keep going, we keep going. So eventually came to 16, 17, you know, I was making, making decent money. 18, I got caught with some drugs. And I said, right, that's the moment. It was my first conviction. I said, right, this isn't happening now. So I'm going to put a team in place. 
So from there, cocaine became a big thing. So, wow. you know, I got heavily involved in cocaine dealing and in cocaine taking. So you can imagine a 19, 20-year-old man making big money, nice cars, bought a house, going on holidays, looked like I had everything when I had nothing because around me it was paranoia. It was, is there something going to rip me off or the guards going to kick the door in? Is this person going to be unhappy with me? Because at the same time this was happening, there was a friend of mine murdered who I was very close to over something else. So, you know, I was taken in, questioned over this and I didn't have any knowledge of what went on. And I do now, but I didn't at the time. And there was all this madness going on around me. So we had money, but we were angry young men. So do you know the way we are now, Scott? We're attracted to each other, the energy, the, the vibe, and we want to be with people doing well. Well, back then it was the exact same, except it was a negative behavior. Hmm. When I was younger, I attracted people from broken homes who were angry young men. So you can imagine you bring a group of angry young men together to do a lot of damage to themselves and to other people, right? But we thought this was, I'd block it out through cocaine. I'd block it out through drinking. This went on for years. Uh, I was I got raided two or three times. I never had, listen, I never, the drugs were with somebody else. I'd be basically on my phone directing for the life. But it was not a life. It was, um, it was sad. It was lonely. It was depressing. The paranoia. And when you are taken, I'm not sure, you know, if your viewers took cocaine, but it really puts you on high alert. And I was consuming about two to three Ks worth a week. So I was consuming it from when I woke up to when I went to bed and if I did sleep at all. So what I would do is I go, right, I'm going on a holiday. So I could go to South America, America, Australia, go away for two months. I'd repeat the same mistakes over there. I just go to a pub, I go to a bar. So I found uh, eventually then there was other friends getting caught, getting long-term jail sentences and everyone was going, Derek, Joe, you look at yourself. So I was in a casino for the first time and I loved it. I said, oh, lovely, right? Playing cards now, all this. So when I go home and giving up drinking drugs and I'm going to play cards, oh, and really within a year, year and a half, right? First of all, the recession hit. So nobody was taking cocaine. Everyone had moved in to the, to the weed then so i missed that part because i was too busy in the casino and yeah yeah i'll invest in the weed soon money was going it was dwindling so i basically lost everything hundreds of thousands lost the house lost my cars um i got i had nothing so i was 28 years of age right went home uh tail between my legs i actually went to live with my mother and you have to understand the situation there they knew what i was doing so they were scared they thought someone had kicked the door in, they might kill me. All this stuff was going on, but I had nowhere to go. And I had a probation officer at the time, and I was looking at doing more time in jail. I had convictions for assault and something else. I think it was burglary, even though I didn't do it. It was, it was like I was drunk out of my mind one day and ended up in someone's house, not knowing what I was doing. So the probation officer looked at me, said, Jesus, Derek, you have a lot of potential. Like, what are you doing? I actually start crying. I said, man, I'm fucked up with this life. I said, you know someone needs to help me because i felt worthless and i was on i did have those thoughts right you know what it's better i'm not around for myself and for everyone else and he could see it and he said listen if i got you into a treatment center would you go i said well i have no other option let's do it so we, i went into a month's treatment i paid seven grand seven thousand euros for that uh the probation officer and listen i didn't get on well you know i was doing things i shouldn't be doing and 
you know, they asked me, did I want to leave because I wasn't pulling up? But I said, listen, I've had 28 years of madness. You can't expect in two weeks. My behavior is just going to change like that. So that kept me. Then a week later, they said, listen, there's a house down in another city, Waterford, Scott, uh, Waterford City. We would say it's like a halfway house treatment center type of place for, for men ranging from 18 all the way up to 60 who've been troubled to just want to get out of a certain lifestyle. And it was nearly to reintegrate us back into normal living. So I went in there and I said, right, fuck this. I had a PT qualification, said, right, I'm going to lead by example. Instead of leading people in a negative way, let's start leading people actually towards reaching targets and goals. So I had everyone in the gym eating right. And again, the house didn't like this because they felt I was the dominant man in the house leading these people and the cancer should it. But I said, listen, I'm only doing my best. But I got on very well there, sober life. We'd no money, but it was the most happiest time of my life. We were all happy. And these were guys, you know, some, some were coming from very violent places, um, alcoholics all their lives, into drugs all their lives. And we were just content. We were having our three meals a day, going to the gym, learning how to do woodwork, things like that. So we all, I spent 10 months there, got out and um, moved into an apartment. Listen, there was no TV. So I said, right, I'm going to open a gym. People said, well, you've no money. I'll open a gym. So I asked the property manager who was over my apartment. I said, you know anywhere where I could rent? And he said, I'm going to bring you down to a guy now. And I told him a bit about my story, obviously not as in depth as this. He said, okay, you seem to, you know, have a bit of ambition. I said, if you can get me, you know, 400 euros, don't give me a deposit. I'll put a toilet. Now you wouldn't have put a dog in here, Scott, right? There was no plaster. It was like dusty and shitty. I said, I'll make it work. But then I've no equipment. So the local government offices have said, right, rang them and said, listen, after getting a premises, can you help me? No, 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 there's a year waiting list for this. I said, fuck that. I said, I'm going up there. So I went up there and I just went into your man's office and I sat down. He said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm here. And again, you have to listen to me. So I told him my story and he said, fair play. He says, I'm going to give you a thousand euros into your bank account. And that's how I started. So the gym started from there, which I still have. And within, um, within six months, I had it doing about 30 or 40K a month. Wow. Right. That's but no then, that's no small small feat. No, but I still had bad behaviors because I don't know what I know now about the mindset. I might have been sober, but we all have I had this self-sabotage behavior all through my life. We'll build a house and guess what? Derek could come on and he'll burn it down. So I start using again because you know I was getting a bit confident, a bit cocky. Yeah, yeah, I can do this. I start getting staff. So my hard work then I just start letting other people do it without any real leadership. I'm in my office snorting lines of cocaine. I have a young son who I've who is now six. You know, his mother was at home. Where are you? And that destroyed that relationship. So then I stayed sober again. She left with my child, moved to where I am in Malta. And um, I did this up till two and a half years ago till I met one of my well, I had to invest a lot of money, let's be honest about it. Um, into my mentor, who's still one of my mentors to today. And this is where I start learning. And this is where I said about lads, it doesn't matter what, you don't need a qualification. What you need is valuable life experience and to learn off people who are, who are way ahead of you in, in life experience and a knowledgeable experience. So I combined the two of them. I said, fuck man, I got something here. So this is exactly what I teach people. Um, it's not only leading by example, but it is life-changing tactics, life-changing strategies. And people get what I'm saying because I'm very direct. I'm no bullshit. And, you know, I think people, a lot of people don't want to tell the truth, but they don't want to hear the truth. But when they do, they might not like it, 
but they'll always come back and go, do you know what, you were right. Because I want the truth, and I know your family wants the truth as well. So that's the gist of it, uh, of my life story. And I'm here now living in Malta 20 months. So Malta is an island, guys, in the Mediterranean. Very sunny, very beautiful. Um, you know, I walk out onto my balcony. I've got the sea shred in front of me. Uh, beautiful views. And I have a lovely six-year-old son. And you know what? I'm the happiest I've ever been. But it's taken me. I'm 38 years of age. It's taken me really 36 years to mm-hmm. really look at my life. And it's taken me up to the year ago to really go, Do you know what? I actually have something very unique here. And I know... I can lead people now to the life they want through the specific and, and it's unique type of coaching I do because I don't really like putting up I know a performance coach what can you I don't know what else to say there you know because it is sort of a different style I use yeah well one thing I noticed about you and you said this multiple times is you're kind of a straight shooter like there, you're just no bs you're gonna you, even even when you're interacting or you're posting something it's uh, it's just straightforward. And I kind of thought, well, this is a guy who's not really worried about well, how people respond because it's more important to actually get changed than it is to make everybody feel fluffy and awesome, which I think is a really good indicator of, of the, the, the possible impact you can have. So uh, how did you first, I mean, you're in this life situation, you're, you're kind of continuing to implode or self-sabotage your life. And you get a mentor, like, did you search out a mentor? Did you actually go online and find somebody to hire? Like, how did that process begin from kind of this, this avalanche of disasters into uh, like, boom, life change? Yeah. So we'll go back to the gym because that's when I had my first mentor. So like, obviously I'm here in a gym with very little equipment and I say, like, fuck, what do I do? I, I don't know how to get clients. So I was following this guy online and I got Booked in the call with a man. He was there. He named the price. I said, whoa, fuck me, man. I said, there's no way. Like, you know, so uh, I was really disheartened. And I was there, my girlfriend, I was going like, we don't have this money. So then he was doing um, a webinar. So, you, you know, the webinar, then they offered it for a discount. Yeah, so right. I said, right, I have to act now. It's 2K. I have 200 euros. So I went to my girlfriend and knew she had some savings. I said, Amy, what do you have? said, I've 1,800, why? I said, okay, we've got 2K. But she said, Derek, for what? So I explained that. She went, oh, okay, we have electricity for three days because we've one of those pay-as-you-go card things and we have food for three days. But I, will we do it? And I just said, fuck it, come on, let's do it. And I had to make it work. So basically, that was my first mentor. Now, it turned out to be wasn't great. I ended up giving him a lot of money, masterminds and stuff. So this is why it went from a sort of zero to 100 in business. But those behaviors were still there subconsciously mm-hmm. and you know we build the house we burn it down so i've been you know investing for yeah, seven years into myself and you have to understand as well i suppose the listeners where i've come from and how where i was leveled because i've been with gone through the whole counseling treatment centers but i was put into a counselor the first time when i was 12 so i always felt that there's something wrong with me i'm broken i'm told now I'm anxious, I'm told I'm depressed. Then I was like diagnosed with a bipolar. I have no symptom of those, of those things whatsoever. But you see, this goes back to when you're told something over and over, oh, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Then it's like you telling yourself, I'm not good enough. That's what happens. And that was always with me. It was like a stigma and attachment that I didn't like. And 
you know, I used to act out and then when you don't know how to control your feelings, when you don't know how to manage your self-talk. And, you know, it's like having 100 spinning plates in your head. I wasn't sleeping properly. It's just easier then to go, oh, maybe I need a night. Cocaine was always there for me. And uh, that's what kept happening. So then I met a guy two and a half years ago. And I went into me, said, what's wrong? I said, oh, I have anxiety and I have depression. He went, where is it? And I was there, what do you mean? He said, where is it? I don't see it. And I just started laughing. I said, I like you already, man. And he just <laughs> broke the biscuit straight away, right? Mm-hmm. And he saved me, really. And that was only two and a half years ago, but it took him a good up to the year ago to really crack the code of my brain. And once we did, I just start teaching other people the same thing. I start getting better and better at it, practicing. And um, yeah, and here I am today. And by no means anywhere close to where I want to be, but you know, I'm happy and I'm moving forward. And it is always about, you know, as you know, Scott, it's about taking the next step. And it is for me having to reframe daily. Yes, people don't like failure. I say there's three types of people. There's the person who will never do anything with fear, right? And there's the second person who will try something once. Oh, doesn't work. We won't do it. And there's the third person who will just keep on doing it no matter what, because knowing he will crack that code eventually, will build that strength, will build that momentum which will get him the results that that you desire and that goes for the listeners that's a very important thing to 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 live by yeah the life is happening for you it's never happening against you it is always happening for you if you can do those reframes on your language and on life when something doesn't go wrong it is happening for you it's a real is a lifesaver yeah the first time we talked uh we was last week i believe yeah i believe you actually said that out loud or one of us did and it's, it's one of those things I've really picked up when you change the framing of this is happening to me and to this is happening for me. Now, trust me, it's not an easy transition to believe that when you're in the midst of some crappy situation or life's just smacking you from one side to the other. And you're like, this is good for me. This is awesome. It's, it's not easy. And there's a lot of work and other things that have to go into that. But that is a real piece, a real, a real key to freedom in your own mind a real key to kind of overcoming. So when did you really, really learn that? Was that about the two and a half years ago? No, only about a year ago. Like it took, you have to understand, right? So say two and a half years ago, I was nearly 36. I had 36 years of madness. That can't be just dissolved like that. It just can't. But you, like, we have to have something. What is the driving force here? I had a son. So that, that saved me in a way. Right? I had a young son. I know people say about the why and stuff, but like when you know we, we all have capability, we're all unique in our own ways. And what is success? What's wealth is different for everybody. For me, yeah, it's great having some money, but like, you know, you got to have the right attitude. And if you don't, you adjust the attitude looking after yourself physically, treating people the way you want to be treated. All of these things are basic stuff, but basics aren't, I don't know, I just don't see them, anyone using them now. They just don't get that these concepts and you're going, what is wrong here? Like, this is what's wrong with a lot of things that aren't going right in the world at the minute. So like, it's our responsibility to make these things right. Yes, and I keep, and I keep saying the same things over and over, leading by example. Look, I've done it, you can do it. Do you know, where do you want to go? You can do it. But like it is having to, re- and it's the same with language. You know, if you're talking to yourself in the wrong way, reframe it, change the words, goes back to contrast. That's what your brain needs. So yeah, really then a year ago, took me a lot of work, 
And then now I'm in a place where I can just change my feeling. I can just change my stay through language. If somebody talks to me, they will leave feeling good. And when you're able to bring a good feeling to someone's life, but with as well a solid strategy, mm-hmm. then, then they're winning and I'm winning because I'm feeling good. And confidence rises, self-belief rises, self-value rises, all of these things. People sort of wonder why they don't have. So they don't have it because they don't put in... I wouldn't say it's not effort, but they don't do the basics of looking after themselves on a daily basis. And it'll always start with the basics and then a bit of work ethic and you've got what you want eventually, yeah. but it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you said so much there that I want to unwrap. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of, but like what makes Derek Rowe tick and like you've gone through all of these things, but I want to ask you some very specific questions. Hey, before we get started, Imagine having a team of virtual assistants helping you out with everything from scheduling appointments, nurturing leads, processing payments, sending out marketing emails, creating content, managing your social media accounts, and so much more. The Ace for Gyms is here to make sure your business runs as smoothly as possible so that you can focus on what matters most, serving your clients. We offer a wide range of services that will completely run your business and give you the one thing everyone is limited on, more time. Check out our website at www.vasforgyms.com. That's V-A-S-F-O-R gyms.com and book an appointment to find out more. So I have noticed that, uh, like, at least for me and some other people that I know pretty closely, as soon as you get this whole mind thing, almost a complete reframing, a rewiring, if you will, where uh, feedback or stimulus comes at you, and it's almost like you've completely rerouted it. It's not going to the same circuitry it used to go to. You've you've rerouted it. I, I've just seen. It's hard to explain, but the the freedom, the personal freedom you experience when you reroute this data coming in and and restructure in a way where it's not all happening. Everything's not bad. In fact, everything that's happening likely can have a really great outcome. And if you just kind of process and work through it and sit in it and not let it overwhelm you, you're going to get there. So, you know, and it's, it's funny because you said you've been working on yourself. I would say definitely more than two and a half years. It's just the last two and a half years. It really stuck, but there's almost in a way an overnight transformation that occurs after doing a lot of this work. Is that kind of how you felt? Like it's just like a snap of this time and it's like, oh, I get it now. Well, it took somebody like me, as I said, a long time. So you're dead right in what you said, right? So I was doing a lot of work. Like I would have been going to counselors, but it was like, okay, this is how the brain works, right? Again, let's just go back to where you put your focus. So now imagine I'm going into a counselor and all they want to talk about is my problems. This is all we talked about. And I was going, this is meant to be good for me. So why do I feel like a piece of shit every time I come out? Because Derek is focusing on his fucking problems. Oh, Lord. Now, we've got to be able to write something I do with people, right, subconsciously. I bring them in. I call this the freedom generator. Now, I'm not going to do it here. Um, I just can't do it with you right here, right, right. now. This but it's been able to know. You call it rewire, and I call it redesign, and you can call it whatever you want, but it's to know how to dissolve these patterns. And then what happens is, is exactly, it's like, oh, shit, now I have opportunity, I have possibility, I feel freer. It's easier to go after my goals. Because at the end of the day, 
each day we're designing our lives. But the problem is with a lot of people as well is that overwhelm. What they don't get is what I'm saying. That's the chunk. That's the goal you want to get to. You need to chunk it down into just your daily non-negotiable habits. Now, what does that do? It breeds confidence. It instills a winning mentality. Life's not going to go your way. There is going to be people get in the way. There's going to be objects to get in the way. There's going to be issues to get in the way. But you see, when you cultivate a strong mindset and it goes, ah, here's the challenge because I knew this was coming. I expected this, right? What's the solution? Now we can try and try, but we have to keep trying. And then eventually, ah, the solution appears. We dissolve the challenge and we move on. We get stronger. But I ask a question to your viewers. Isn't that the art of living? Because what's the point of living otherwise if we're not moving forward? And again, if you look at potential, right, I have a problem with people saying this, and maybe people won't like what I'm about to say, but, oh, I'm going to help you reach your potential. You, we will never reach your potential. What we will do and what I do for people, just say, we'll take clients, starts here. Now, week takes a step. Now his reference point has changed. So now his potential point has changed. So the more he works on it, the bigger it gets. And that's where me and you are at the minute. We're just changing reference points. We're there. Jesus Christ, this is, this is living. What more am I capable of? So like, you know, we can do this for the rest of our lives. We can live a good life because at the end of the day, we're, we're not getting time back. So isn't it about time we start utilizing our time for the greater good of ourselves and the greater good of everybody around us? Because this is the thing. When you lead by example, you don't have to say anything. People know they want to be around you. They want to be around your energy. And energy is infectious frequency lifts. People go, fuck, man, I want some of this. And they just follow. And that's, that's for me, mm -hmm. living. That's life. I, hope, I know I went off on a bit of a tangent there. But. So totally fine. I mean, and, and we covered some things that I would normally ask questions on anyway. So you talked about habits. So let's, let's, let's change a little bit and let's talk about you specifically. Now, you're very fit. Um, and I know that just doesn't come from, you know, no discipline. You just wake up in the morning and you're sh shredded. Um, but let's talk about physical, emotional, mental habits. Uh, what are some things that you do, like you have to do daily or at least most days a week that really keep you on point and keep you operating at your top? Yeah, I'll give you like a daily, I suppose, rundown. Now, not every day, lads, is going to be the same because if we're looking for the perfect day sorry that shit ain't happening you might get a couple of days now again this actually i just touch on this first i call this like um if you put days together you know you're winning it it's a good formula if you can go okay one day added 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 and then after we go fuck man now i'm a, now i'm really like, what if i did another seven days of this and that keeps lifting up your energy but to answer your question right i get up i drink water straight away right just rehydrate then check in with yourself now we talk about feelings a feeling can be changed. This is just the state. So again, as business owners, or as anyone that wants to, you know, move forward with their life, no matter where you are, it's about being able to change your state. So I would ask myself in the morning, you could write, how do I feel? Now I would feel shit every time I wake up. So let's just put that out straight. So I write, how do I feel? I feel like shit. Okay, how do I want to feel? When I fall, I feel energetic. I want to feel confident. So I will go in and I will just go, I'll ask my subconscious brain. Now I do this mentally to access the time and place in my life where I felt confident. Boom, brings up a video or a picture 
and that I play out and I feel the feeling, smell whatever's in there because it's all about senses, by the way. What did I hear? I'll build on that. And guess what? I've changed my state. I come out of that. Then I will have breakfast because I eat four meals a day, some other supplement types of stuff as well. I set my day up. I have my day planned the night before so I know exactly what I need to execute on. Does it go perfect every day? No, it doesn't. That's just, again, I have to reiterate that because I don't want to come across that I have a perfect life because right. it's just not possible sometimes. Like I have a young son. Something could be, you know, I might have to look after him unexpectedly. But I will train. Um, I'm coming back from an injury, so I will train now. I was training every day, twice a day. I now train seven days a week, six weights, uh, sorry, six weeks and I'll have a few cardio sessions. So it's about eight or nine times. I will stick to my nutrition as best I can. I will have now I can be a bit more freer. I could have a meal with my son. It could be a McDonald's. It could be anything realistically. But the most important thing is I'm there for my clients. The, my family is the number one. And then my clients and friendships. All of this is important. So to answer the question, right? If you can look at life like this, are you servicing me? And I heard of a great saying, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, the king eats first or the kingdom falls. Mm. Right? What that means, it's being selfish in a good way. If I'm not looking after myself to the best I can, how can I look after my son? How can I lead my people? Do you know what I mean? So that is a very good motto to live by. So from there, it is looking after my mental health. It is looking after my physicality. It is looking after my family. It is looking after my clients. Now, once I do that, then I can go on to other strategies, right? Where can I now maybe build my business? Where can I add another string to my bow? Because at the end of the day, I was only a good actor up to the year ago, realistically. I was, listen, I, I may have looked successful, but inside it wasn't. So I'm only really learning a lot of this stuff now. And I'm just being straight up and saying this. I have a lot of knowledge. But I'm really only now going, ah, now I'm getting it. Now, now I'm seeing what other people saw in me. Because that's because I have these non-negotiables. And we can call them non-negotiables or rituals. And I'm committed. See, commitment, you can replace the word discipline with commitment because it's really the same thing. I think commitment sounds better than discipline. Mm -hmm. Discipline is, oh, it's a bit of a harsh word. Whereas, okay, why don't you just commit to being the absolute best? And again, I'll ask a question. Who doesn't want to be their absolute best? Like not, no one's going to, I don't, everyone's going to say yes to that. Do you understand? So it's about lads as well. It's not about creating, doing loads of different things. It's about getting good at a couple of things. It's about, right. If you're in a place where you're not happy, what's one or two things you can do today that will improve your life. Now that heightens your frequency and then you can add as you go, because this takes time. We're not selling like these other fellas online selling snake oil that they're promising in 90 days, you'll have this, that's bullshit. Think of this long-term project. If you think of a long-term, break it down into the day, become better at the non-negotiables and the basics, really, you will win at life. You will eventually win. Because I wrote a post about this, actually. I think it was yesterday saying the same, the same words that come out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Consistency over time, kind of that 1% better every day, if you will. There's all sorts of ways to, to say it. Um, you know, and then, the consistency instead of discipline. I really, I really like that. Is, is that what you said? Consistency over commitment, commitment, commitment yeah. instead of discipline. Yeah. That uh, discipline is kind of a harsh word. And I do yeah. like that commitment better because then who are you committing to? You're not yeah. committing to the food that you're choosing. You're not committing to the workout. You're committing to yourself where discipline, you're disciplining your, you know, it's it, it like almost changes the focus. 
So I don't know. That's how I see it. Yes, man, right. You talked about focus there and something popped into my head, right? Um, think about limiting beliefs, right? What people call them right now. Take, I'm going to give an example of someone I was talking to earlier on. They didn't have a good day. They're into property and they, they didn't get this deal. And they said, oh, I'm not good enough. I went, what did you say? I'm not good enough. And I just said, now, this is how easy it is to reframe and dissolve this bullshit. And I said, were you ever good enough? And I could see them thinking, yeah. And that completely changed their energy straight away. You see, if you focused on, I'm not good enough, I didn't make that happen. That's what you get. But when you ask yourself a question, like when I wake up in the morning, how do I feel? I feel like shit, right? What way do I want to feel? Man, your, your, your mind will tell you. And you go with that new change of energy. So all it is, you see, I've learned some very valuable things and it is all, it's always going to be a work in progress, but it will be always practicing. And, you know, practice eventually makes permanent. And these, we talk about non-negotiables because I know you're very similar to me, where they're just standard operations, like for your business. It's just for yourself, SOPs, standard operation procedures. Whereas other people are going, my God, how do you do this? How do you do all the training and all? But like, isn't it better than being in the pub drinking or snorting cocaine? Right. Right. And when you when you develop these standard operating procedures for your life, you you open up, you, you break through barriers, you start to see areas that need or could use improvement. And you start to like, you know, I can I can do that. I see it. It's so clearly when everything gets a little more consistent and you have some non-negotiables, which is a big word I uh, statement, I say you start to see where the next step is. And just like you said, it's just building a little bit at a time over time, everything it's overnight success (laughs) takes a lot of time and a lot of single steps. So I like, that's another thing, you know, I want to touch on, especially for your listeners, because I used to really get affected by comparing myself. Oh, like, you know, you're, you, you know, I could look at, and I'll use you, I could look at you and go, she's Scott's way ahead of me and all. And again, that doesn't put me in a great energy. Now I'm just using this as an example, Scott. And you see people continuously do it. They'll start off in business or maybe we'll just use the gym. I'm going to be going to the gym after this, right? And I go up there and I'm guaranteeing there's going to be people up there looking at me or someone else going, oh my God, like, looks like I am a piece of shit. Like, look at these guys. But they don't know the story. You've said it. What's the story? It's not an overnight success. I've been training for years. Even back in the day, I was training weights in my 20s. Do you know what I mean? I'd still party, but I've always trained weights because it made me feel better. See, people, again, it's the storytelling. And what these are the belief systems that come up, which we have to deal. I can only deal in facts and truths. There is, there is, otherwise, you're living in fantasy land. Mm-hmm. Most people live in fantasy land. you got to ask yourself some serious questions. Like I said about a belief. Okay, something doesn't go wrong. Are you, were you ever good enough? These are simple questions, but people just don't think that way. And I am just inviting the viewers, the listeners today to think differently, to reframe that. And it's as simple as that. And your brain will just drop that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Agreed, 100%. Massive freedom on the other end of that. With If you can really... Not only just, like, you know, because I talk about this because I've been through it. You'll you'll experience it. You're like, well, that was awesome, but it's so easy to slip into old patterns and behaviors. So it takes time. So you've got to practice this to become overnight good at it. Um, so l- let me ask you a few questions. Are, is there any book or um, 
resource in the last year that made a big difference in your life, a, a consumable that anybody else could tap into? This book, there's one book, right, guys? I'm telling you, get straight away. It's called The Art of Living. I don't know where it is. I can't find it, right? But it's about stoicism and wisdom. This is another one. The day, so it's The Daily Stoic. It's 366 oh, yeah. meditations on wisdom. But the book to accompany that that you can just read normally is called The Art of Living. Now, hmm. if you can practice what they tell you, it goes a little, it, it nearly matches exactly with what I'm saying. It's not exact to it, but you can take a lot of good stuff out of that. Now, if anybody has any, you know, this, this woman has a different approach than me, but it's a really good book. It's called Loving What Is. Now, this is all mindset stuff. Uh, she was highly depressed. She's a great story. And then she, she just asked a lot of questions. If you ask the right questions, you get the answers. And then for the business people. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I just picked up whatever was around me here. Yeah, so, Napoleon yeah. Hill. Yes, of course. So there's a few, there's four good choices I gave there. Because again, I don't want to bamboozle people because it is about keeping it simple. It's not, it's not about overwhelming here. But again, it's like anything. It's one page at a time. Like, um, as you know, we've went through 75 hearts. So just read 10 pages a day. That's all it takes, and you will gain a hell of a lot more wisdom and knowledge than I have to read a book a week. You know, this, this is another thing with people that they have to, but you don't need to do anything. This is harsh language. You know, you have to check in. Are the questions right? Is the language right? Is the self-talk right? Where, where is your feeling today? Can you change it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very I really that's one takeaway I really love from um the 75 hard. I mean, there was multiples, but I was reading regularly, but then Actually, I was listening to audio a lot and I do enjoy that. But what I found is there's a different frequency when you're reading, you do the yeah. 10 pages a day, which usually for me turned into 15 or 20. And then, um, but it's like every day you're like, wow, that was well, okay. 10 pages. It was X amount of minutes, big deal. It didn't even impact my day. But over time you're like, wow, I just finished an incredible book. Like maybe it took a month, but who cares? And then the other thing is slow down to enjoy those books, like chunk it down into those small pieces because those books that you brought up are life-changing. If you actually consume and think through the content that's being talked about and apply and work through it. So those are really good, really good recommendations. You, you hit the nail on the head and I'm just going to go back to this one. This is the exact reason this is, on, this is date. So first of February, second of February, because that's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to really understand the day. Mm -hmm. of each concept and it's yeah it's pure gold yeah and and i would add to that if you if you like the daily stoic whatever i would uh, i would suggest anybody who's like not into that stoicism thought get a baseline because it seems so so philosophical it's not but it seems so like this like this ethereal thing over here go read the the obstacles away by rallying holiday which just talks about how that stoicism was generated it gives a real nice general like idea of this is what it is and it's not this big thing. And then something like the Daily Stoic, it's like, oh, this makes sense. And it really does move the needle in the way that you operate daily. 100%. And, and again, it's just one page. But again, like it's like anything, you know, people want to break that over one. And it's just simple. Read 10 pages, read five pages, whatever. But like by the end of the year, like what you said, you still read 12 books. Jesus Christ, 12 books is a lot of new knowledge. It's a if lot you're of reading real books that are going to develop your mind, that are going to develop your life, develop your business, of course. We don't want to read, well, I don't anyway, fiction. I want stuff to learn that I can implement. And, you know, 
not all of it's going to be valuable, but a lot of it will be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's another saying that I'm really keen on is um, take in the meat and spit out the bones. Like, so every resource someone shares with you, it's like, just, Hey, look, you don't, you don't have to love everything about it. Just take out the good stuff and spit out the ones that that doesn't mean anything to you. I was talking to a, somebody who uh, sells for a coach and he's, I said like, well, I, I've had long conversations. I don't agree with his morning routine. Like I literally don't agree with it. It's the main thing he preaches. Like I, I just, it, I know it works for me. I've changed it. I modified it. Works. And if he's going to have me do that, he's like, he's essentially said the same thing. He's like, if you ever do sign on with him, eat the meat, spit out the bones. I'm like, okay, took my own. <laughs> just a, a funny <laughs> reminder. It's like, oh yeah, that's, that's probably probably a good point. Um, so. Derek, you know, people can talk to you about getting fit. They can talk to you about more about getting their mind their and their, um, basically their mindset yeah. in the right place. Uh, best place to find you is it, is it on Facebook? Facebook, Derek Rowe and Instagram is dr underscore Derek Rowe. Um, yeah, pretty much. And listen, any, I have an email I will shout out to it's support at Derek Okay, cool. And we'll make sure we get those um, items in the show notes. So folks, if you're interested in kind of finding out more about this uh, guy with the Irish accent, um, <laughs> it is Irish, right? Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty strong Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been an honor to talk to you. I love listening to your your process, what you've gone through. And there's a ton of similarities with my life. I never was a drug dealer. I cannot claim that, but it's um, very intriguing to see somebody come from a, a mindset that's completely opposite to something to training other people. In. And I think that's incredibly powerful. I thank you so much, Derek, for coming on with us today. No, no, I appreciate that. No, listen, uh, thank you so much. It's been, um, it's been a real pleasure. Um, very good energy in this conversation. So no, you're, you're a good guy. You're a good guy. Thank you. Thank you very much. And everybody, Hey, if you enjoyed this, check Derek out, it's, it's in the show notes. It's in the YouTube notes. If, if you can't figure it out, it's Derek Rowe. It's R O W E, I believe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's not hard to find him. I found him. You can find him. Uh, his, his content is quite refreshing. It's, it's, it's uh, on point. It's not going to make you feel like someone's trying to sell you. It's just real life. And I, that's what I really love. That's what I was drawn to in the first place. Not just that, but actually what he's saying. And hey, look, if you enjoyed this podcast, like just put it on your list. Hit that subscribe button. Do the little five star or four star or three star. Do, do a review or a rating. And then if you really want to blow it out of the park for me, do a review. That's like, I don't know if you know this as a listener of podcasts. You want to give back, give the people you listen to a review, the five star or our star rating and a review makes a huge difference in the exposure that people get to this. You get to hear amazing people like Derek share their story and you get to have access to those resources. This is a wonderful place for resources. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Stories That Sell podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, be sure to leave a rating and review and subscribe to hear interviews with incredible guests each and every week.